Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And you are listening or watching to another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big show for you as week six is in the books and we look ahead to week seven. That's what we're going to do here with the Stats Over Beats Cypher. Dilly dilly to all and to all a good night. Let's get it on. What we're going to do is we're going to look back at week six, I'll tell you about the injuries, the kind of next man up in certain situations with breaking news today about a running back that I think is going to wind up having surgery hitting IR. By the way, it's a running back that I've been telling you all season long that I was concerned about the health risks posed by this individual. I told you I was off this individual because I was worried this guy was going to get sent to IR. And guess what? Now he's going to get sent to IR, but I digress. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We react to the injuries in week six. We talk about what speeds got right, what speeds got wrong, and what are the implications for this in week seven and beyond. Then what we do is we look at our waiver wires. I give you guys that I like position by position. So we'll first go missionary, then we'll go reverse cowgirl, then we'll go doggy style, and I'll tell you who I like on the waiver wire. Then, as usual, we'll open up the phone lines, we'll open up the chat room, and we will answer the questions of... The Stats Over Beats Cypher. That is y'all. That is you who follow me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, all the Patreon subscribers as well. Jatusabe, dilly dilly to you all. And uh, that's how we're going to make it pop. We also have a poll question up as usual. I think the AFC North is very interesting. I really do. You know, you got the Ravens at 4-2. and two, And these days, they may be the only reliable defense in the NFL. You saw what Jacksonville did, giving up 40 points to Dallas when that's Ezekiel Elliott and not a whole lot else. What about the Chicago Bears? They gave up 31 points to Brock Osweiler. We'll talk about that as well. And then, so, is it the Ravens at 4-2? and two? Is it the Cincinnati Bengals at 4-2, and two, whose offense I have been touting with a better offensive line? Our boy Tyler Boyd, who I have been on for weeks, had another, not one, but two touchdown catches uh, in week six. So, is it them? Is it the Steelers, who are 3-2-1? I guess that's, what, half a game back? 
but maybe getting an all-pro running back back, maybe ironing out the kinks of that offense, we shall see. Or is Baker Mania running wild on you? And do you think the Browns at 2-3-1 and one still have a chance to catch on up? We got over 100 votes right now, and it is close. We'll check in on that a little bit later on in the show. And then, like I said, we got a new trap game, Maestros, too, guys. Um, talking about a little of my man, Patty Mahomes. That's my homes, yo. We'll play that either today or... Or if we don't get to it today, we will definitely get to it in Thursday's show. You know the phone number. We'll give that out a little bit later on. So let's hop on into it. First of all, Josh Allen's got an elbow injury. Oh, my God. Stay away from them anyway. I don't care if it's Josh Allen. I don't care if it's Derek Anderson, who it might be. I don't care if it's Nate Peterman. Here's what I'm going to tell you. You know how people start asking me about, oh, what defenses should I stream? The Buffalo Bills go to Indianapolis this week. The Indianapolis Colts are a team that can get pressure. I've given them out as a streaming defense before. I think it was against the Houston Texans because you could sack Deshaun Watson. I think they might get some turnovers on Sunday. I think they might get to the quarterback on Sunday. So there you have it right there. Um, A lot of wide receivers got banged up. Calvin Ridley with an ankle. Ryan Grant with an ankle. Amari Cooper with a concussion early on. We're hearing reports that Amari Cooper is on the trading block. I don't know where the Raiders go for offense. Honestly, what I do know is that I've been telling you guys for months that my number one season win total play this year was the Raiders under eight. I was telling you anybody that would listen, the Raiders under eight, and now people believe that the Raiders may be the worst team in the NFL. Your boy Speeds was telling you that a few months ago when you could have dropped a couple shekels on it and won a little bit of cash out there as well. Ryan Grant's got an ankle. You know, T.Y. Hilton is banged up a lot, so maybe Chester Rogers is a viable add. Definitely Eric Ebron, okay, because he continues to work well in that offense. And then we got another quarterback issue, right? Ryan Tannehill didn't play because of that shoulder. And if you listen to the post-game press conference with Adam Gaze, all right, after they won a game, remember they won, they beat Chicago at home in overtime. And after that, listen to the tone of Adam Gaze when he's talking about Ryan Tannehill. He's like, I don't know, ask him. You know, I'm worried about the guys that are here. It's clear he hates Ryan Tannehill. I don't like Brock Osweiler. But, uh, hey, in two quarterback leagues, he may be a streaming option for you because there are buys this week. There are four teams on buy this week, four teams on buy next week, six teams on buy as we go into week Nine is that week where there's six teams on by. So you may be in a very interesting situation, okay? I can see you You maybe had a league where you have Russell Wilson and Derek Carr as your quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben as your quarterbacks. And now you're SOL, right? You're scraping the bottom of the barrel, all right? So if there's no one else available, maybe you do got to go Brock Osweiler, okay? Then, since Sunday's game's concluded, two things that happened that I want to put on everyone's radar. One. The Tampa Bay Bucks fired their defensive coordinator, Mike Smith. The Tampa Bay Bucks were giving up 34.6 points a game. That is the worst in the NFL. I told you this for weeks. The reason I was high on the Bucks passing game, the reason I've been telling you for weeks about Jameis Winston as a play moving forward is because of this defense. This defense is going to continue to give it up. Putting the Bucks in a shootout. The same thing as I say about the Kansas City Chiefs defense, right? Now, they're in a, a shootout back and forth because that defense will allow it, all right? So 
yeah, there's a new defensive coordinator. It's the linebackers coach. And I went to my man, Emery Hunt. Listen, my man, Emery Hunt, you remember him from last year. We did the Sunday shows together. All right. Uh, he's FF Game Plan out there on Twitter. We love him. I asked him, listen, if you change defensive coordinators in the middle of the year like this, what, what can you actually do? Can you actually change your scheme? Can you actually change your personnel? It's not like you're going from too high to three high. It's not like you're going from 4-3 to 3-4, right? So can I continue to attack the Tampa Bay Bucks? And check out what my man Emery said, and I trust him for days, okay? He says, good question, man. You may just see an uptick in pressure, but regardless of the defensive coordinator, it'll ultimately be up to the players to start executing better. We see they can't execute. I still think they can't execute. I'm still attacking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in DFS, and I still believe that Jameis Winston and the crew is a good streaming play because of that offense or because of that defense shall I say the other thing that happened I just told you all right I told you there is a running back out there who I have been off all season long I said I was concerned with him all season long I said his health was a concern honestly I thought it was going to be the head injuries I thought it was going to be because he had multiple concussions I thought he was going to wind up on IR this year then in the season, we saw there was a hamstring, there was a knee, there was a foot, there was a groin. Well, Devontae Freeman of the Atlanta Falcons is having groin surgery on Thursday. He is going to likely be put on IR with a candidate to return. But that means he misses the next eight weeks regardless. We're going into week seven. Eight weeks after that is like going into week 15 or 16. That's your fantasy championship. Let me ask you something. If you are a fantasy championship team, you're in the championship, are you really going to just pull Devontae Freeman off the shelf in his first outing, coming back from groin surgery, and put him in in place of the two running backs who got you to a championship? Give me your Dikembe Mutombo finger. No, no, no. No, you will not. So, in effect, Devontae Freeman, done for the year. And I told you about this, guys. I told you about this left and right. I'm trying to help out the stats over beat Cypher. That's what we do. All right. So, here's where we're going to go. We're going to go to what speed's got right and what speed's got wrong to finish out this segment. In the next segment, we'll talk about the waiver wires. We'll talk about position by position. You know, we start with reverse cowgirl here with the stats over beat cipher. I apologize to the unicorn and jilly dilly. It's all good. Um, let's talk about what we got right. Listen, y'all know if you're a part of the cipher, listen in the chat room. Tell me, guys, what did speeds get right? I know you know what I'm going to talk about here right now. Lance Davis, strong style. You know where I'm going here. You know where I'm going here. What did I tell y'all all week long? I told you about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their passing game. I was like, yo, I want Jameis Winston anywhere I can possibly get him. And what did he turn around and do? He threw four touchdowns, 390 some odd yards, okay, 395 and four touchdowns, ran for 30 yards, which mitigates the interceptions as well. Everybody got involved, just like I said. You had Chris Godwin get six uh, catches, four different players scored the touchdowns okay there was i believe godwin had one peyton barber had one and not one but both tight ends got touchdowns so everybody who was asking me oh my god remember how i was on cameron making america braid again i was like oh man i love make america braid again this week i love make america braid again this week then after the thursday show a lot of people were like yo but oj howard's coming back what do i do but oj howard's coming back what do i do you know what i said i said i 
like them both. I said, go ride both of them out there. It's all good. And people who are asking me specifically about Cameron Brait, you know who you are. Patreon, Stats Overbeat, Cypher on social media. I was like, you know what? I still like Cameron Brait because he will get a red zone target and score a touchdown. And that's exactly what happened. I also told you about these high total games, how there's going to be production there. The Atlanta-Tampa Bay game, 34-29. The Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game, seven touchdowns scored, okay? I told you about these home dogs. I don't know how many times I got to tell you about these home dogs. The Miami Dolphins were a three-point home dog. They won outright, all right? Um, the Washington football team was like a one-point dog at home. They won outright. The Dallas Cowboys in a game that nobody was on. I was on Jacksonville as well. I was telling everybody, yo, I love these home dogs. I love these home dogs. I saw Jacksonville minus three at Dallas. I was like, meh. Meh. How are they going to run the ball? How are they going to score any points? Dallas wins outright. Dump trucks the Jaguars outright and also the denver broncos once again a home dog once again they didn't win per se but they certainly covered that spread and it's a lot closer it doesn't matter who these teams are the back door cover is still there you got rich if you bet on those home dogs what else did dane get right you know the other back that I've been talking about that I'm concerned about their health besides Devontae Freeman that I've been saying left and right and when people were asking me about this guy I was like you know what he may start but I would be concerned with his usage and because I'm concerned with his usage I'd be down with you pivoting over to Latavius Murray what Latavius Murray do 155 yards and a touchdown what did the boy that I was scared of his usage Dalvin Cook what did he do squadoosh zero bagel fugazi forget about him That's what I'm talking about, okay? And here's the other thing that I got right. I told you about Blake Bortles. I told you about Blake Bortles. I said, this is going to regress. I don't care about his 400 yards. I told you that the defense was going to take a step back this year. I told you without the running game of Leonard Fournette, more is going to be placed on Blake Bortles, and he will not be able to deliver. That's what I said, 149 yards, 15 completions. That's why I wasn't a big fan of the D.D. Westbrooks, the Dante Moncriefs, the Keelan Coles, these guys. I said, I don't trust the Blake Bortles pass offense. They want to try to win with Blake completing 10 to 15 balls. That's what happens. And when they put more on them, do not forget, Blake Bortles is still Bortles service for the other team. I don't care what you see early in the season. Do not rely on Blake Bortles. What was close? What did I get close? Listen, I told you I'm worried about these Houston Texans. I told you their season is getting undercut by their offensive line. And I was close because they actually won the game. They won the game, uh, and they're now 3-3. Three and three. So I was eh, close, but they won because of their defense. That offense is still a problem. The Texans are still allowing seven sacks. Deshaun Watson is still regressing, 177 yards in the air. That is a problem. So I was a little close on that. And this idea of the New England and uh, Kansas City uh, over, I picked the under. I was kind of wrong there. What I did say, though, was that everybody's going to get points, and everyone did. The one thing I'll say on this one, do me a favor, and don't troll me in the middle of a game. I literally, in the first quarter, had people hitting me up on Twitter, at Spit and Speed. You could check it out. People sending me Cookie Monster gifts and whatnot, being like, I'm still waiting for all these points. Mid-game. I had one person mid-game in like the first quarter be like, what do I do with Tariq Hill? They're not targeting him. They clearly aren't looking at Tariq Hill. Man, speeds. 
messed up that you say you like Tariq Hill. Then by the time the game is over, yeah, Tariq Hill has like three touchdowns and over 100 yards. Calm down, people. Middle of the game trolling. Before the week is over, asking for waiver wires. People are like, oh, which waiver guy should I target at running back? Guess what? My answer is different now that I've seen Monday Night Football than it was before Monday Night Football because there was a running back in San Francisco who apparently leapfrogged Alfred Morris on the depth chart. Some people are sending in Game of Inches because they needed Alfred Morris didn't get Alfred Morris. I'm talking about Raheem Mostart. We'll talk about Mostart. We'll talk about the other running backs that I believe are viable waiver ads when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle. Honestly, though, here's what I got wrong. Here's what I got wrong. I'm going to tell you the truth. I have been railing against Brock Osweiler for the better part of two years. I've been railing against the Miami Dolphins all season long. I've been a fan of the Chicago Bears defense all season long. Boy, did I get that one wrong. Brock Osweiler goes 28 out of 44, 380 yards, three touchdowns. And guess what? The Dolphins didn't allow a sack to Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears. I got that one wrong. I also got wrong Naheem Hines. I've been telling you that I promote Naheem Hines. I was saying maybe even outside of PPR. Well, here's what happened. He defecated the mattress on Sunday against the Jets. And the thing that happened was he dropped an end zone target early in the game. And then he just went into doghouse. So I don't know if that's sustainable, okay? They may put him back out there this week. And so what that means for him and what it means for Marlon Mack, eh, I'm not too sure. When we come back, something else I got wrong, and waivers by position. We'll go position by position. We'll start with reverse cowgirl with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius, and vocal minority. Come on back and smash that like button. Lance Davis, strong style, I'm looking at you. Lance Davis, we are at 33 right now. When we come back, it better be more than that. Let's go. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds, the spitting statistician. Let's go. Yatu Sabe, dilly dilly to the cypher. I ain't mad at you, Lance. I ain't mad at your strong style. We up to 47. Let's keep it popping. What's up with the two dislikes, though? I see how it is. People keeping me on my toes. Hey, Lance Davis. Next time she says that, call her. It's about the game of miles, okay, my friend? It's not the game of centimeters. This is game of inches. No, no, no. It's the game of miles, bro. Game of yardsticks. Whatever it is that you need to fill that out, Lance. You know I'm riding with you for sure. Um, hey, Perry. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the reigning, defending Brock Osweiler. Yeah, absolutely, Perry. Big shout out to you as always. Hey, strong style. 
Here's the thing. I was like, oh, you know where I'm going to go. Oh, you know where I'm going to go. You went to my man, the stereotype. I didn't even talk about the stereotype. I've been on the stereotype, not Panasonic, not Mitsubishi. My man, Sony Michelle. I was on him early. The Stats Overbeat Cypher knows. And now it is coming to fruition over here. Sony Michelle with another two touchdowns. You know what it is, strong style. That's what it is. Thank you, my man. Keep it out for real. And then Brett. Brett's out there asking me, why is Michelle Serpico not on my show working out like she does with my man Corey Parsons and Gabe Morency in the mornings? The mornings are a little bit different, Brett, all right? In the mornings, they have their fun in their way. I'm over here at a fast pace trying to give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. Michelle Serpico would be a distraction to that. Listen, don't get me wrong. She is lovely, okay? But I'm trying to stay focused because I only got an hour, and I'm trying to let everybody get what they need to win their leagues and win their cash. I do love Michelle, though. Michelle is awesome. We've hung out before. She's real cool. Let me tell you something. She's more than just a pretty face, okay? Um, but the AM and the PM, a little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah, Lance Davis, uh, the $5 footlongs. That's what it is. But, you know, respect yourself. It's more than $5. I don't care what Subway says. All right, here we go. Um, last thing I wanted to mention, I, I, let, let me acknowledge one more thing. And you're not going to hear this. Again, you are not going to hear this from most hosts, whether it's on this network or in this industry. I'm coming. I'm leading with what I got wrong. Okay? I'm holding myself accountable here. Naheem Hines defecated the mattress. I told you about him. He didn't do jack. Three carries for 20, uh, 14 yards, two catches. It's not what you're looking for out of a guy that I recommended to you guys. So I apologize for that one. Here's the other one I got wrong. It's in Baltimore. I've been really down on Alex Collins, and I thought Buck Allen was ascending. And that's not what happened. Alex Collins put it in my eye. He did not fumble, had 19 carries, 54 yards, and two touchdowns. Buck Allen only gets, what, one yard in the run game and only 18 yards in the pass game. But here's what I'll say. And I'm telling you guys, I'm more liable to throw out anything I saw from Baltimore and anything I saw from Tennessee this week. Because that 21 nothing game, the game script was tremendously different. I don't think that's going to happen much more in Baltimore or in Tennessee. So I'm liable to just burn the game film and not really worry too much about what I saw there. Let me answer some questions from the stat, uh, Stats Overbeat Cypher chat room. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to give out some names for waiver wires, all right? We're going to go position by position. As you know, guys, I like to start with reverse cowgirl. Maybe we bounce it around a little bit after that, but we shall see. Hit me up in the chat room, guys. What's your, uh, what's your uh, where are we going? Waivers, position by position. Where do you want to go first? I could have just opened up Pandora's box, Danny Otto, and I apologize if I did. But let me answer some questions from the cipher real quick first. Mendo Bruce, what up? I've got two quarterbacks with the same bye week. Do I drop Wentz or Luck? First of all, Mendo, these are the kind of things you got to anticipate. Okay, and it's not a big deal for wide receiver or running back, but the, the positions you only start in one of tight end quarterback defense, that's something you do want to look at. Uh, so who do you want to drop Wentz or luck? That's a tough call for me. I have luck slightly higher. And the reason I have luck slightly higher is this. I have more faith in the Philly run game. The Colts to me are more like what I'm talking about with the Tampa Bay Bucks. No run game to speak of. And a defense that's going to give up points. Putting Andrew Luck in the position that he was, quite frankly, the position he was in against the Jets yes, uh, on, on Sunday. He's going to have to throw the ball. I think the Colts and Andrew Luck are going to be in that position more often than not, whereas Philly and Carson Wentz 
will not be in that position. They're going to be winning some games. They use their run game. So for that, Mendo, I would retain Andrew Luck. Strong style ninja with Devontae Freeman on IR. Is Ito Smith a must-add? I believe so. I believe Ito Smith is an ad. You're going to hear me talk about Ito Smith right now in running backs. Yes. And also, honestly, Strong Style, if you look at it, Tevin Coleman has not grabbed the proverbial brass ring on this just yet. He had an opportunity. He ain't done jack with it. You know, and so that leads me to believe, yeah, Ito Smith is going to be evolved. He is probably, Strong Style, going to be the lesser end of a timeshare. That's probably 60-40, 65-35, but 35% in that Atlanta offense, I'll take it. Yes, Ido Smith is an ad, strong style. Mario D, the best streaming defense for this week. Here's what I'll tell you, Mario. I do it every week on the Thursday show. I talk about the streaming defenses on the Thursday show. What I will say is to get ahead of it, I'll give you one. I bet Indianapolis is out there. You could have them. They face Buffalo this week at home with their quarterback, TBD. I think that is very, very interesting. The defenses I gave out last week, they work just fine as well, the streaming defenses I gave you. There was even a caller who asked me about He had both defenses on Thursday Night Football last week or the Dallas Cowboys. And I said the Dallas Cowboys. I hope that caller listened to me, and I hope it works out. B for E, Rivers or Luck this week? Rivers or Luck this week? That is very, very interesting. Let me see. Rivers has these Tennessee Titans at home. Oh, not at home. Eh, It's a home game, but it's in London. Okay, and I think that is very interesting to note. Um, Rivers or Luck. And Luck... Indianapolis, like I said, they're up against Buffalo. Uh, give me Andrew Luck. Give me Andrew Luck. Like I said, all right, they're going to throw the ball. I can, th- I can see Andrew Luck with three touchdowns this week, so I'll take Andrew Luck on that. Lewis, I got offered Brandon Cooks, Baldwin, and Ingram or Landry and Galladay. Lewis, it is only a good trade if you need Ingram at tight end. If you're doing this to acquire yourself a tight end who you're comfortable with, who you like in Evan Ingram, go right ahead. But I'm going to tell you right now, Landry and Galladay are ahead of Cooks and Baldwin for me. You know how much I love Galladay. Why? Because it would be so nice. It's been a while since I got that in your guys' head. Stats over beat Cypher. Sing it with me. Galladay. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, no, Lewis, I would only do that trade. If I need Evan Ingram, all right? Renee F., is it time to drop Dion Lewis? Um, begrudgingly, no. It's close. It is close, Renee. And if you're going to tell me that you need to, I ain't going to fight you on it. But no, I'm personally not dropping Dion Lewis yet because I still think, remember, I'm throwing out the game film from this Tennessee shutout at Balt- with Baltimore. I don't think, I think it was abnormal. Okay, so I'm throwing that out. You may not agree. You may not be willing to do that. And if that's you, I understand. Same thing I'll say about Larry Fitzgerald. I'm not dropping him necessarily, but it's understandable if you want to at this point. You know, I can hear that. Amari Cooper, I'm not dropping him, but I understand if you want to. My question for Renee and others, like, okay, Renee, you're going to drop Deion Lewis. Who are you picking him up? Who are you picking him up? You're dropping him for who? You know, so that's my question, but uh, I'm not doing it yet, Renee, but I understand. And then there's Comic Stand. Is Chester Rogers a must-start? Absolutely, as long as Grant and T.Y. Hilton are out, and it looks like that may be the case. All right, quarterbacks, guys. 
I love Jameis. He's only owned in 58% of leagues. If you can still get Jameis, go do it. Um, I would take Trubisky over Brock Osweiler. Trubisky's owned in 28%. So for me, it's Jameis, then Trubisky. And then if you have to, the Brock Lobster, the reigning defending Brock Osweiler. At running back, here are some names I like. I like Lat Murray because this Dalvin Cook thing is a problem. It's a long-term problem. You know, you need Lat Murray, in my opinion. So Lat Murray, I like. Marlon Mack, I like. I told you Naheem Hines was in the doghouse, right? He may be back, but he's only going to be in a PPR situation. This is going to be Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines, similar to, say, Sony Michelle and James White, although at a far lower level, right? But clear that Marlon Mack is early down, clear that Marlon Mack is between the 20s and goal line, and clear that... You know, Hines is PPR, right? So I think Marlon Mack is also, Robert Turbin got banged up. Jordan Wilkins is Fugazi. So I like Marlon Mack. Um, A lot of people are high on Ronald Jones starting to ascend this week. No, no, no. Peyton Barber had a great game. Peyton Barber got 20 points in PPR. I know because he was on my bench in a couple of leagues, all right? I think Peyton Barber might be all right moving forward. Remember, I like this Tampa Bay offense as it relates to them being in shootouts and playing catch-up. So I like the pass catchers more. But Barber may be the lead back. And also Frank Gore. When are we going to respect Frank Gore? Do put up over 100 yards again. Kenyon Drake is clearly being used as a change-of-pace guy. So those are guys that I like. And then, obviously, the two I'll add now, who I may put ahead of all of them, is Edo Smith, because of this Devontae Freeman news, and then Raheem Mostart, who you saw on uh, Monday Night Football against Green Bay in a game that they should have won. I'm glad they didn't because I had the Packers in Survivor. But Mostart is someone you could definitely spend some budget on. Okay, Brita is a fragile man, and it looks like Mostart is now ahead of Alfred Morris. I would go Mostart and Ito Smith, then Marlon Mack, then Lat Murray, then guys like Peyton Barber, Frank Gore, or even a Capri Bibbs or a Bilal Powell if they're out there. Although Bilal Powell should be probably owned already in your league. In wide receivers, let me tell you something. Chester Rogers. A lot of people are asking about Chester Rogers. Yes, I like Chester Rogers. Absolutely. The name I like even more than that, they are finding ways to get this guy the ball. They are scheming ways to get this guy the ball. This offense is starting to become more prolific, starting to look more like what head coach Matt Nagy wants in that scheme. I'm talking about Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel, the last couple of weeks, has had big efforts. Now, some of that was maybe I was like, oh, Anthony Miller's out hurt. Oh, it's just a blowout against Tampa. Again. Same kind of thing. But he did it again last uh, Sunday with Anthony Miller back in a different matchup. So... Um, Taylor Gabriel, who's only like 25% owned. I like him. Yes, I like Chester Rogers. I'm higher on those kind of guys than like a Muhammad Sanu who might be out there. He's banged up as well. Or even a Robbie Anderson. I saw that a Nunwa was hurt. Robbie Anderson got some work. Javon Kirst got some work. Terrell Pryor got some work. I would rather Gabriel or Rogers over any of the Jets receivers. One, because also they got Minnesota this week, and I believe the Minnesota secondary is a step up from the Indianapolis secondary that they saw on Sunday. So Taylor Gabriel and Chester Rogers are the wide receivers that I would like to add. Maybe there's some other names out there, but here are the ones that I'm seeing as most heavily kind of added in leagues that are still kind of, you know, around 50% owned, so you have a chance. I am not on Albert Wilson. I'm not on Terrell Williams. I'm not on Jakeem Grant. 
Um, I'm not on Justin Hardy as a replacement for Sanu or uh, Ridley if he's hurt. The one other name I'll give you is Cole Beasley. And this, for me, is a PPR kind of play. You saw what he did on Sunday against Jacksonville. I don't know that they're going to score 40 points a ton, but what I do know is that I believe Cole Beasley would be the leading target getter for this Dallas offense. So if you're looking for somebody, and especially if it's a PPR format, you could do worse than Cole Beasley as well. So I'll give you that one. As we go to tight end, listen, there's a number of guys, and it's the same names, guys. These guys are all between 35 and 65% owned. So go out and check. Here's what I'll say. Let's start in Tampa Bay. Because I've been telling you about this Buccaneers offense. I've been telling you about it all, like, month long. I believe O.J. Howard is the guy to own. I believe Cameron Brait is a fine tight end because of the red zone potential as well. So I go Howard and then Brait out of these tight ends I'm going to give you. One tight end, two tight ends that I like even better than Howard. One is Austin Hooper in Atlanta. Okay, with Ridley out and Sanu potentially out, no, I'm not going to Justin Hardy. I know Freeman's gone. No, it's not Tevin Coleman. I think Hooper is going to be the guy who soaks up some of this opportunity. All right? He's had a couple of good games in a row. I like Austin Hooper. Um, So I'm going to have Austin Hooper. The other guy I'm going to have above O.J. Howard, and I've been on this for weeks. Hopefully you already grabbed him in your league. I'm talking about in Pittsburgh. Vance McDonald. This boy is just stiff-arming people like, whoa. And, you know, it's a joy to watch him truck a linebacker or a safety down the sideline. So for me, Austin Hooper, Vance McDonald, then O.J. Howard. Before then I get to Cameron Brait, I will also insert C.J. Uzuma from the Cincinnati Bengals. He's growing now in his role. Remember, no Tyler Eifert. It's him over Tyler Croft in an offense that I think can move the ball and produce. They're in a lot of high total games, red zone potential. I think Uzuma is interesting. So a tight end, I'd go Austin Hooper, one. Vance McDonald, two. OJ Howard, three. CJ Uzuma, four. And Cameron Brait. Those are guys that should be available for you. All right? That's how we do it, guys, with the Stats Overbeat Cypher and the Smitten Statistician, the Stable Genius, and Vocal Minority. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to open up the phone lines, the number to call if you want to get down. In the third segment, we're going to take callers from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We're going to answer your questions as we put the fun in functional sports content. I talked about the waivers. I gave you one defense. I'll give you other defenses that I like later on in the week based on the matchup, but I did give you Indy. I did give you Jameis. I liked all these. Bucks going forward, not because I think they're going to win games, but because I think they will be in games very similar to the one they were in on Sunday, right? Where they wind up on Sunday, they lost what 34 29. That's the kind of game they're going to be in. Jameis Winston through four touchdowns because they ain't running for touchdowns, and Jameis is going to chuck it up 395 yards later. He validated what the spitting statistician was telling you for weeks. So the number to call is 347-767-6614. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to have the phone lines open, file on in there. What do you mean, Van- Mr. Muggs? Vance McDonald? Am I crazy? No, I am not crazy. No, I am not crazy. I believe in Vance McDonald. I believe he is a viable part of this offense and that he is getting targets left and right. I believe that Big Ben is looking for him. I believe he is a viable streaming tight end. There are so many tight ends that have gotten hurt this year. There are now four teams on bye next week. We're talking Jimmy Graham on a bye, Jared Cook on a bye, Vance McDonald himself 
on a buy, right? So I think there's a lot of options out there, okay? And I think Vance McDonald is definitely one of them, clearly because they're on buy. I'm not saying you pick them up and start them this week, okay? But I'm balancing your needs short and long term. Uh, why does Cam hate CMC? I don't know. Germs Maine, you are absolutely correct. We're going to open up the phone lines once again. My man Danny Otto is going to put them in right now. The phone line, 347-767-6614. So no Shady back in the city of brotherly love. No love for Shady. Too bad. I told you that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, only one, Mr. Muggs. Only one, Mr. Muggs. But I'm high on Vance McDonald. I think sometimes in getting a tight end like this or getting a defense, sometimes you got to go ahead of the game and pick them up on their bye week. Uh, sometimes that is what I believe, Jeremy. Don't you know I'm local? Yeah, man. All right, three four seven seven six seven six six one four. When we come back, we're gonna answer your questions, and we're gonna see if Danny thinks any of these contenders for Week Six Game of Inches should be up with our finalists. We'll talk about that when we come back. Fantasy freestyle, you heard? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, buddy, let's go. Fantasy freestyle, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle. Ya tu sabe. El okay. Um, big shout out, as always, to my stats over Beats Cypher. As you know, you know, people are saying, yo, Speeds is lit today. How many beers have you had? Nah, yo. I was just, I had some frustration at work earlier today. And so, like, this is an outlet. This is a creative outlet. I love talking that smack with my stats over Beats Cypher. And as you know, Nobody loves their fans, their followers, their audience more than Speeds loves the stats over Beats Cypher. I love what you're saying out there, Lance. Every time a Fugazi doesn't defecate the mattress, Speeds Corona gets his lime dilly dilly to y'all. We need to find out what dilly dilly is in Spanish, right? Because Corona, we got to get a dilly dilly in Spanish. Can y'all work on that for me? Do you have a Spanish tra translation of dilly dilly or is it dilly dilly? I don't know. We got to find out about that. Thank you, Lance Davis. We was also talking about my man, the fantasy executive. Last week had a birthday, Corey Parson. We was talking about Bud Light as a breakfast beverage. Listen, I ain't drinking Bud Light for breakfast, okay? That joint is nasty. It's beer-colored water. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not wanting the autumnal mead, but, you know, that in the core is like, man, you drink because you can drink 30 of them, right? What I do like, I've been to a restaurant once or a bar. Uh, here in New York, it was called the Village Poorhouse. If you're here in New York, you know about the Village Poorhouse. I'll let you, boy. Um, what I thought was awesome is they had a pint of Guinness on the appetizer menu. You know, like, it's actually a substance. It's, a, it's an appetizer, your pint of Guinness, and I appreciate that. I don't know about Bud Light as a breakfast beverage. Terry R., though, you asked me about Cam and CMC. I don't really believe what I'm about to say, but do you think it could be an issue of hashtag all running backs matter? I don't know. Could it be? 
I'm not sure. Big shout out to my cipher as always. Newest subscribers on Patreon. I gotta let them know. Big shout out to Armando Contreras. Big shout out to Christopher Sementelas. They hit me up. Official stats over beat cipher out there on Patreon. Remember, guaranteed responses. I was going to the Jets game. I went to Jets Colts on Sunday, and literally, I'm in the parking lot answering Patreon questions. I don't do Twitter after Saturday, and I let you guys know when I sign off. But if you hit me up on Patreon, you official stats overbeat cipher, I still do whatever I can to answer your questions. I won't, however, answer these trolls mid-game, like I'm telling you. Mid-week, before the week is over, chill. All right, let's let it rock. Let's do what we got to do. Let's earn these W's, win our leagues, win that cash, and then get right back at it right now here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Big shout-out also to Henry. Uh, Henry Henderson hits me up all the time. Was talking about, hey, Danny, check this out. Danny, are you with me? Can we get I'm you real quick? Here. I'm always here. Thank you, Danny. Check this out. My man Henry Henderson says he wants a lion as a defensive end. How do you feel about that? I, I don't disagree with that. Okay, I, my I man like CB4 that. says a kicker has to be a kangaroo. What do you think? That's not bad. All right, That's so you agree bad. with that? That's not bad. All right, fair enough. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so, again, just shout out to the Stats Over Beats Cypher. Thank you. I'm trying to bring the heat, as always, dilly dilly, to all. So here's what we're going to do. Let's get to the phone lines right now, 347-767-6614. We're going to take some callers, try and answer your questions, and then we'll talk about stat, uh, Game of Inches with Danny. I think we got some nominees that deserve consideration. The one last thing I'll remind you guys, four teams are on by this week. I believe they are the Packers the Seahawks, the Raiders, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that may complicate things. Let's see if it does for the callers in there right now. Let's go to the first caller. It's my man Connor down there in Tampa. Hey, Connor, in uh, February, my friend, I am taking a cruise after the Super Bowl. You know, I'm taking all my football winnings. I'm going on a cruise that departs out of Tampa the week after the uh, Super Bowl. If you're down there, how about we throw a couple back? How you feeling, Connor? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's good? I don't know, dog, maybe, but um, I somehow lost again in my own fantasy league. <sighs> I had Patty Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, and Emmanuel Sanders. And even the Bills defense, I picked him up as like a little streamer. Yeah. But my opponent, my opponent had freaking Todd Gurley, Tyreek Hill, and the Texans. So, yeah. That'll do it. Sometimes you just run into a buzzsaw. Can I tell you something, Connor, real quick? I've seen some commissioners and everybody out there, because you say all the time, like, oh, I had the third highest point total in my league this week, but I faced the guy with number one, so I lost. Some commissioners are now doing this, and I like it. And I'll get to you, Connor. I promise I'll let you get your question out. Some commissioners are doing, like, every week it's a doubleheader. You play against not one team. You play against two teams. And if you beat them both, you go 2-0 for the week instead of 1-0 or 1-1 or 0-2. And it kind of mitigates that a little bit. The, the hard luck loss, the game of inches, or the cheap win. You know, you could also put up, like, the third lowest point total and happen to win because you, you, you played someone that just sucks, right? So... Playing the double headers kind of mitigates that. I've seen it more and more. I'm intrigued by that as a format that might have helped you, Connor, this week. But give me a question. What's good, man? Yeah, so I actually got like a few. So my first one, um, if you had to trade away one, who would you trade away between AP and Chris Thompson? AP and who? Chris Thompson. Well, if it's PPR, I'm keeping Thompson. I think okay. the answer is AP for yeah, me regardless. PPR. I would rather lose AP regardless. Okay. AP is a guy who's older. He's going to decline over the season. He was toughing it out with the shoulder. I'm off that. I, I would retain Chris Thompson, especially in PPR formats. What else you got, Connor? Okay, I got two more. So one of them, um, I got a trade offer. Yeah. So carry on Johnson. So I'm, I'm trading with Carrion Johnson, and I'm receiving Tevin Coleman. 
Love it. What do you think about that? Absolutely love it. Yeah. Listen, Devontae Freeman is done. We know this. I know Tevin Coleman. I just said he hasn't but grabbed he the brass it. ring per se. And you know I love carry on, on, on. But the Detroit Lions are a pass first team. Always have been, always will be, as long as Matthew Stafford is the quarterback and Jim Bob Cooter is the offensive coordinator. So while I do believe that Carrion Johnson ascends a little over time, I still prefer Tevin Coleman. Last one, Connor. Okay, so I got Matthew down on a bye this week and I really have like nowhere else to like nowhere else to job to like pick up another tight end. Yeah. Like like I got Christian Kirk and Doug Baldwin and Corey Davis all on the bench. And I'll like jump at him. Right. But would you maybe job Matthew McDonald this week and pick up Rigsfield Jones? Or like, yeah, I mean, that's okay if that's what you got to do because Vance would be the tight end and he's on by. Listen, if you got to do that, that's what you got to do. That's okay. Yeah, Connor, that is what you do. You don't want to take a zero, and I understand you don't want to give up some of those other guys you mentioned, Christian Kirk and whatnot. So, yeah, and that's what I said. The buys force people into interesting situations. And on the flip side, too, everybody out there, you may see someone get dropped. Then you're like, why did that person get dropped? Because they have an interesting situation and they're trying to hold on to an injured guy or something for the future or whatever it is. Check the waiver wires now more than any others. Not only for who to pick up, but for who is getting dropped in your league. Uh, Connor, yeah, I would make that move. I would drop Vance for the the tight end you like this week and then maybe try to switch it back next week if possible. Thanks for the call, Connor. We'll hear you later on this week. Dan in New Jersey, you are next up. On the Stats Overbeat Cypher and the Fantasy Freestyle. Dan, if I come over to Jersey where I could legally place some wagers, can you help me out? Can I use your IP address, Dan? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? That sounds good, man. All right, cool. <laughs> you let me know. All right. Um, so I got a 10-team uh, uh, half-point PPR flex league. Yep. I'm kind of hurting at running back. Sure. Both teams. So, um, my running backs with my one team is uh, DJ, Lindsay, and Royce. The other team I got is Saquon, Dalvin, and Aaron Jones. Yeah. And I got a couple options here. You did kind of rank them out, but I just want to see if the same thing kind of, you know, for my team. So I got Edo Smith on waivers. There's uh, Mozart. Yeah. Uh, Brita. Yeah. Murray, Murray, Mack, Barber, and Gore. You got all these guys. Um, yeah, those are all on uh, waivers. So, and you, and you currently own Dalvin Cook, you said? Yeah, I don't. I, except for that's the thing. The second team doesn't have Lat Murray. And, oh, because um, I was going to say, if you own Cook team. and have the ability to get Lat Murray, then you must do that. You know what I'm saying, Dan? Yeah, that, that's only for the second. Yeah, so it doesn't uh, miss. It doesn't match up that way. Yeah. So the, the, the only difference is that the second team with the Saquon, Dalvin, Aaron Jones, the only options for that one, you just minus Breida and minus Lat Murray. Yeah. So, All right. So. I do like Murray. I'm, excuse me. I do like Breida over Mostart. Okay, I think Breida is the lead part of that uh, timeshare. Okay, so I can put Breida over Mostart. Um, I do like Marlon Mack. Here's the thing. I'm looking at who is the lead back in those timeshares for their team, and who is the B side. You know, the B side of the single that dropped right. And so for me, Mack is the A side. Breida is the A side. Mostart is a B-side kind of guy. Ito Smith is a B-side kind of guy because Tevin Coleman is the A-side there. Mac is an A-side kind of, the, of a timeshare guy. So that's the way I'd look at it first, Dan. I'd look at all of those guys, and within their team, are they the guy who gets 50% or greater of the timeshare or sub-50% of the timeshare? That's the first kind of uh, criterion, if it were, okay, Dan? And then after that, when I'm left with all the A-side guys, then it's about 
that team's offense and if I think that team on balance is more productive if they're a running team, that sort of thing. Does that make sense, Dan? Because it's hard for me to re-rank all those guys just hearing them. So I'm trying to give you kind of like my yeah. approach to that. If that. Does that work for you, Dan? Yeah, no doubt. That's actually how I was trying to think of it too, Ooh. but I just wanted to make sure to yeah. run it by you. Then let me validate what you think, Dan. That's what I'm here for, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I agree. And based off of all those names you said, it sounds like Mac and it sounds like Brita are guys that I'd really be interested in. And it would just have been better for you, Dan, if that Dalvin Cook, Lat Murray thing matched up. Because then what you're just doing is getting a handcuff and you're getting Minnesota running back. And I like that. All right, Dan, but call in back on Thursday, see if it worked out, or if you're left with other options, we'll, uh, we'll chat about it then. Next up in the Stats Overbeat Cypher here in the Fantasy Freestyle, Andrew in Alabama was going on down there. I had a guy named Taco from Alabama last year who hit me up all the time. I got a guy on Twitter, Bama Texan. It doesn't sound like you are either one of those guys, so tell me, are we rolling tide? Are we war eagling down there? Who are you? Uh, it's roll tide. Speed. Roll tide. Um, got three quick questions for you, Steve. I'm away, Andrew. Um, my first one is, um, Quincy and Numa got hurt, so, yeah, um, who do I pick up, Cole Beasley or Willie Sneed? Uh, is it PPR formats or standard? Uh, half, half point PPR. I'd go Cole Beasley. I'd go Cole Beasley, given that choice, Andrew. That's one. What else you got? Okay, and then, um, I got... Deontay Foreman mm. sitting on my bench. Yeah. And um which I also got Edo Smith. I got him last week. Okay, nice. Um, but I'm thinking about letting Deontay Foreman go for Nick Chubb. What do you think about that? I'm okay with that. Andrew, I'm okay with that. I can go either way. Cause I don't know how big of a role Chubb is gonna grow to. You know, I don't know if Hyde is gonna hold him off much longer. Um, and this Deontay Foreman thing, who I do like, and you t- you've heard me advocate for him uh, like proactively, but that Houston offense and that offensive line, they can't run the ball. So at least you've seen it work with uh, Chubb in Cleveland before. So I'm okay with making that move. Real quick, what's your last one there, uh, Andrew? And then um, I got Houston um, Texans defense. I'm two and four right now in both my leagues, so I, I got to make moves. Yep. But um, I got a Houston defense. Would you drop them to play the Colts defense yeah. this week? I'm streaming. I'm attacking Buffalo. I don't know who's quarterbacking for them. It might be Nate Peterman who throws five interceptions every half he plays. Yeah, I'd go ahead and try to nail and try to hit the home run with the Indianapolis Colts, and that's more of a play for me, Andrew, about attacking and fading the Buffalo offense. All right. So, All right, Steve. And real quick, um, Marquise, Marquise Goodwin, would you put pick him up over all them? He's on. He's yeah, on. Yeah, I like labor. him. I do like him. Him and C.J. Yep. Beathard have a little bit of a connection. You got an extra one in there, Andrew. I hope it works out for you. We got to hop around. I got time for one, maybe two more calls. Let's go to number five here, Danny. Marvelous from Chicago. This is my guy, Marvelous. He's part of my Patreon stats overbeat cipher. So as they know, when you subscribe, you get priority. Marvelous in Chicago was good, brother man. Dilly Dilly, how you doing, bro? Dilly Dilly, you see how I got you in ahead of the line? What's good for you? Yeah, I'm, man, I'm <clears throat> I'm in a little. I had, I thought I had a championship team here, but with that Freeman injury, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's kind of hurting me, bro. So I have two tight ends. I grabbed your boy Vance McDonald because I like him too, and mm-hmm. I have Cook. They're both on by. Yeah, and I dropped Edo Smith this morning because I was gonna go pick up another tight end. Nah, 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 get him back. Get him back, Marvelous. Yeah. Drop Cook. I would drop Cook if they're both on by. Drop Cook and then try and get yourself a tight end. 
Because then moving forward, when they're both back in Oakland and Pittsburgh, I like Vance over Cook. Okay, then. So I got to get Edo back. Yeah, huh? man. Get Edo back. What else uh, you got for me, Marvelous? Uh, one more. It's a uh, tight end question. Yeah. Do you trade um, Ingram for... Uh, do you trade Ingram for the wide receiver in the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, what's his name? Boyd? The, uh, the number one. No, not Boyd. The other guy. AJ Green? AJ Green? Yes. Yeah. A thousand times, yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. If I trade a mid-level right. tight end to get myself AJ Green, I'll do it every day and twice on Sunday. Thanks, Marvelous. Hit me up on Patreon <laughs> Thanks, for sure. We got time. I'm going to try and sneak one more in, Danny. Paul and Callie, what do we got? Hey, Paul, we're up against it. We only got a couple minutes left. So, uh, dilly dilly, happy to have you on the show. All that jazz. What's your question, brother man? Dilly dilly to you, man. There you go. What's hey, up? Uh, one question. Um, um, I'm trying to pick up Edo Smith. I think I'm going to grab him. Yep. Um, should I try? Should I try to get Tevin Coleman? And this is the offer here. Um, I'm, he, he's trying to get Stafford and Jarvis Landry for Galladay, Coleman, and Flacco. What do you think? You would be getting Coleman. Say, who would you be getting? I will be getting Coleman, Galladay, and Flacco. I already have. Uh, you giving up who again? I will be giving up Stafford and Jarvis Landry. Uh, after this trade, would Flacco be your starter, or would you have another quarterback? No, I have uh, Cam Newton. Cool. And after this trade, yeah, I think that's okay. Because to me, Stafford is obviously better than Flacco, but if you got Cam, you're fine with Flacco as a QB2. That's fine. Landry and Galladay are pretty much a wash these days. Landry hasn't performed as well, and you know how I love Galladay. And you're getting Tevin Coleman, who's now a starting running back in the NFL for the rest of the fantasy season. I'm okay with that, Paul. I'm okay with that, man. All right, man. Especially if you wind up getting Edo Smith. Okay, because if you get yeah, Edo yeah, Smith, then all of a sudden with this trade in Coleman, you lock down Atlanta running back, and I like that too. Awesome, bro. All right, Paul. That's what it is. Thanks to everybody who called the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. Hit me up on Patreon. Checking this poll real quick. Listen, 39% of you say the Steelers to win the division at 3-2-1. 28% say the Ravens with that defense at 4-2. 25% say the Bengals. And 8% of you think that Baker Mania is running wild on you and that they are going to go from 0-16 to winning the division in the following year. My, how the recency bias will hold. But that about does it for me. Listen, on Thursday, we're going to be back at it. I'll give you guys defenses to stream. I'll give you a DFS lineup. I'll give you some picks in the spotlight games. We'll do a Trap Game Maestros remix, okay? We will take Danny. We'll take our nominees for Game of Inches. There's some good ones. Hype It Up Productions. My man Derek Brown out there. We'll use yours for sure. And we'll answer your questions. Hit me up on Patreon. Hit me up on Twitter. And uh, call on back when we get here on Thursday. Tomorrow, you can hit me up. Roto Experts in the morning. FST in the morning. Not with Michelle Serpko, though. Sorry, guys. I'm out. Peace.